So next we have Best Narrative, which is only called Best Narrative because there's no better name really for this category. This is a mixture of best story, best writing, best narrative implementation. I don't know. Stuff yeah. about stuff about story Everything to do writing. with the story, yeah. Yeah. Um so here we have uh Necrobarista, Cloudpunk, Tell Me Why, Paradise Killer, Hades, Haven, Five <laughs> Seven Remake in a very specific way is the yeah. rating here. Star Wars Squadron. I see. You can probably delete the. You can delete the very specific wave okay. thing because we've like uh, already talked about yeah, it. We have kind of um, Star Wars Squadrons and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Okay, where do we start? Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll very, very, very quickly like I can say this and ignore it already. Star Wars Squadron is only there purely because it is good to see people telling nice isolated Star Wars stories again that are actually good sure. because gone through a period of time where star wars has fucking sucked for ages and we are now only just started to get good stories like squadrons like the mandalorian like all this other stuff that is good isolated star wars stories that are nice to like well well told in the world of star wars and actually have cool implications that's the only thing i wanted to say about star wars squadrons cool. it's not gonna win but that's it it's definitely not because i was gonna say that story's fucking terrible but okay well it's it's good star wars quote, it's good unquote, star wars the... yeah which yeah we, that's we what i mean about, we talked about this in the podcast but it was yeah no i was i was gonna have to fight you on that if that was the case no um, it's not yeah it's not gonna win this is saying it's good sure. star wars that's it um necrobrista we've kind of talked about the thing for me in this is that the writing has the authenticity of a good I'm trying to think if there's even an equivalent. It probably kinda is an adult novel? No, because it's it's it it goes beyond that. It's like it's it feels modern in a way that's not cringy. Like people will right. make references to things that are not just like, hey look, we referenced that thing. Like it feels like these are people that live in twenty twenty but also yeah, have all of the... this other shit on top of them. You kept well, sending me screenshots of people talking and it seemed like legitimate like conversation between actual humans, yeah. which was Which in that world is, very is super interesting, but also like they... So that's half of it. And then the other half of it as well is like when they want to start throwing emotional punches, they land them in really good ways where it's a really, yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. It's a really good meditation on like the pain of trying to... Um, bring somebody back who's long gone um emo- emotionally they do it physically but emotionally like it's dealing with that is is they hit that really hard and it's pretty good um cloudpunk is probably not going to hang here but the reason why cloudpunk is good is because i think we'll talk about this in cyberpunk as well they they set up this world or this particular cyberpunk world where and that whole game is just vignettes like there's not really a through line it is like you're a taxi driver go immerse yourself in all these people's world all these people's lives and there are callbacks and like people will come back around and people will influence other decisions and all of this kind of stuff and like it's generally pretty good also the, the main character um they don't i'm trying to specifically remember but the main character i think basically references or the main character's origins is influenced by um 
kind of East Asian, no, West Asian, Asian influences, basically. But yeah. like, um, of like music and clothing and all of this kind of stuff that is super cool and does have an effect on the story, but not in like a, hey, look, we did this thing way. Like it just naturally comes out as part of the story. Yeah. Even though it's not a real place that they're talking about, they came from, like it's quite clear the influences. It's just this super cool thing. And they've just written a yeah. bunch of really, like that game could be episodic and it would be fine. Like they're doing lots of little stories and you look at their Steam page and I don't actually think, well, I mean, it's on their best game that's probably not going to win, but like the thing they've done with this game that's spectacular is that they have con- continued to support this game in ways that are, I've never really seen in our game do, where that game launched and I really enjoyed it. And then they added a first person mode. And you're like, oh, hmm. this totally recontextual, like this makes you experience the city in a totally different way. And then last month they added a cockpit view for the, ca- the car. So again, you're like, wow, this is that a whole your... different thing again. And then the whole thing so... is like, yeah, like this is the first chapter of this thing. We're going to write more stories in Novalis. Like this is our skeleton for a world oh, okay, that we're sure. going to continue to do. And I fully trust them to do that. And it's a really good... And that like the story between... The one through line really is between your character and Control, who's like the dispatcher for the, the taxi company. Like his story is super interesting and... They do the they do good with some of the cyberpunk conceits about the things they want to talk about, and they hit them fucking hard. Um, this is generally pretty good. I don't know. I like the yeah. writing in that game. Um, Tell me why is here because it's a really good don't nod game. I mean, it's very much in that genre. It's maybe a little yeah. more contemporary than something like Life is Strange, where the not so much in well no i mean like both life is strange games have had like um superpowers be a vehicle for the story where like into yes your brother's telekinesis and all this kind of stuff but for tell me why the only there isn't really supernatural elements except for that the, the the brother and sister can they can see they they are replaying parts of their remembered past, but in a visual way where they're seeing it happen. But it, it it's kind of it visually it looks supernatural, but you can see it also as this is what's happening in their head. Also, but the one thing they can do is they can talk to each other without speaking, which is a oh thing, sure right which is a thing that like twins have theoretically say that they can do yeah, yeah. but they're actually they're doubling down on it for story reasons. But also sure. the thing that makes it really interesting is they've taken that thing and then gone, well, no, these two people have remembered this thing differently, like in really significant ways where, and that's kind of the core to the whole story is that remembering stuff from your past differently has a massive effect on your position in the current day where you have to just let stuff go if you and in- to interpret it in different ways and also like the main thrust of that story resolves like the end of the second there's three episodes at the end of the second episode <laughs> so i do this in a really quick way so the main thrust of the story is that um the the brother has come out of um uh uh, uh juvenile detention center where he's been for 10 years i think is where it is he's basically coming out of that 
the sister who still lives in Alaska goes to get them. They meet up for the first time in 10 years have, after having kind of interacted a bit. And the story, the story revolves around their childhood home. The sister has been trying to sell the childhood home so that she can move to the city to start a new life, basically. And yeah. they want to get him involved so that they can clear it out, get ready for sale, and move on. But it very quickly becomes about what, how, how he ended up in a juvenile detention facility. And what happens, and this is like the start of, or like halfway through the first episode, but basically their mother has had kind of mental uh, mental issues or mental health issues and the story that's put in front of you is that she lost it one night threatened to shoot the brother because at that point the brother was uh, this is before the brother had transitioned and the brother had uh cut cut his hair in a way that was more masculine and they put this story forward that was like that was the point where she broke and threatened to shoot him and the sister comes up and or it actually starts where she broke and he stabbed her out of self-defense and she died right, okay. that's the setup by the end of the first episode you realize no actually what happened was the sister heard the scream came up behind and stabbed the mom in the back and he took the fall for it uh, so that's okay. the start of the first episode but very quickly when you start to as the story unravels the whole story is about remembering this stuff differently so you basically have to make a bunch of decisions that are like here's the story we're going with because i remember this and you remember this we need to choose one of these to say that we believe and there's no like and you're right like there's none of that it's like you're believing this have to carry it go with it like just absolutely take it where it's going and when you finally see a third or fourth person corroborate parts of that story it starts to really get super interesting and in how they, they they flesh that out with the things you've remembered and the things you've seen and it has a really like most of that thrust that story ha- resolves or like you get to a, a point there about a third of the way through the third episode and then the rest of that episode is you dealing with the fallout of this decision that you've decided is true yeah. and it's fascinating and I don't know how different that thing can go. Um, but it definitely feels like it's not the diamond problem of traditional games of that type. Where like there's basically one ending or maybe two that everything points to. It feels like this thing just fans in ways I don't understand how they can do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's nice to see Don't Know being able to do like a more contemporary story about family and dealing with trauma and... Also, like, it feels really weird to say, but, like, a lot of the marketing... Not even marketing. A lot of the discussion around this game coming out was the fact that, it, like, it was the first lead transgender character in a long yeah. time in this type of game. And it's almost, like, apart from it being the catalyst to the main part of the story, it's not the main part of the story. Yeah, It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's used as a natural factor of this life, that's, of, of their lives, that then impacts other stuff. And it's just super. Yeah. It feels super well handled. The people that I would trust to say whether they handled this right have said they've handled it right. So I'm pretty happy to say that like oh, that's good. they've done yeah. a good job of it. So yeah, tell me why is is really good. One of them, um, and then Paradise Killer is just man. Is that even a? Is it a narrative? It probably is a narrative because it's a narrative you discover yourself, and that's the whole game. 
Yeah, yeah. But I also really like that the fact the fact that that game has uh, a an ending that you can choose to trigger at any moment. Mm. So it's very, um, I guess to the point where it's like you feel like you've done enough, and then you can end it. Yeah. Where it's so it become it becomes almost like a very personal story of like yeah. how much work did you actually do? Totally. So it's yeah, I would say it's an art. And also like on top of all the all the setup they do of like they take some really it's a really complex conceit well is it it's a really weird conceit that they would have to explain to you and they do it in such a natural way where you're like oh yeah it's the council in the islands and this is the 13th island and yeah, yeah the, okay the sure. world is so the world is so strange but they do a really weird way of or a really good job of um contextualizing it and kind of explaining yeah. it to you and it does um, it really does the thing as well of what's the other game i'm thinking about where all of this uh it's um it's got that kind of uh what was that game with space and the time loop outer wilds it's got the outer wilds thing of like the whole story is here like the whole world yeah. is here like you can go anywhere in this world and piece the story together so like there's a there's the second murder which is not related to the main murder that's happened yeah i found that three quarters of the way through the game you're like oh fuck so, so yeah wait. I, I found that in the first like 45 minutes exactly because <laughs> you, yeah. cho- you just choose a direction and go you're right and you're just yeah. like oh fuck okay sure i was um, i was just looking around for foot baths and then i found that yeah. and i was like oh that's where they ended up okay yep. sure um, the... so it's a really impressive not only is it a good narrative that i enjoyed and all the i really like all the writing and the characters it's an impressive it, it, it's a bold move for them to just go here's all of it like just go explore yeah, and you'll still come back with a story and um, kind of kind of the same as outer worlds pulled off outer wilds pulled off um yeah. hades is there no, is is there a category for most story <laughs> there is a lot of story well it's, there is a lot of story but there's also incredibly well written and well yeah. acted yeah. And, vo- and voiced and everything like everything to do with the narrative is very good yep. but yeah like like i was saying that the story at its heart is a story about how do people reunite like how do people yep. overcome issues to become a family to become a couple to become ever anything that they could possibly be but that is like backed up with some very good and like incredibly good character work from every actor in that thing like every character is incredibly distinct and has their own style and view on the world zagreus is probably the most endearing character lead in a video game like he despite starting off like the the immediate image you have of him is like oh yeah like bratty teenager type that just hates his dad and wants to leave but very quickly changes to he's very earnest about everything he does he's very kind to people he wants to help them like it is the character has a lot of layers to them which is excellent and even like even if someone is like what was assumedly one note as like hades who is just like i'm your dad fuck you gets like progressively more parts to his character the further the story especially when persephone comes back he really opens up and like talks about his life and talks about the gods of olympus and how they interacted with each other um it's just every avenue of that game has a story to tell and it is all then as we've always said like linked back into the progression of like your actual active work and the escaping of hell yep. like the 
everything like the people you meet people out in the the world in hell that will tie back into stories in the house that will then repeat on and it's a it's a very well handled story that is told very well and acted incredibly well that yeah is it that's that's what that game has is it has a lot of narrative that is excellent and well done like that's it's it's really hard to say otherwise this is probably probably this and paradise killer are the ones where the 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 story is very much affected by the mechanics like yeah the implementation of story in hades is like nothing i've ever seen before like it is it it does it I, I've described this before for for other games, but it's one of those things where you look at it and go, "I don't know how they've done this in a way that makes sense." Yeah, like I, so I, the, don't, I the, this feels un this feels uncreatable by human beings that they've pulled this off. The story is the story is obviously largely told through dialogue, but the dialogue that you get is reflective of your actions in the the game yeah. and also like how far you've progressed in other stories, so it can yeah. like call back to things and even like the. The incidental dialogue is really good as well. Like the little touches of like Zagreus might mention like the la- like how he died the last time that he tried to yep. escape hell, or mention his last encounter with this enemy, or what weapon he was using at the time, or something. There are little touches everywhere that is really just sprinkle across this story. And yeah, if you're the people, um, the thing that I can say to Ewan's point about this is um, the amazing uh, Chris Bratt over it people play oh people make games, yes yeah did a video on the mechanics behind how the dialogue system works in that game and yeah it is unbelievable how they did that because yep. it is it's such a clever system that branches off in so many different ways that all have to be self-referential yep. it's yeah it's incredible it's an incredible feat of engineering just watching that story play out it's and yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a consistent feeling of like oh they did think of that Okay, like, because yeah. I'm sure when I was playing it last night was the first time I, it probably happened before, but it was the first time I registered when I killed an enemy that was the thing that killed me last time, and he goes, that's for last time. Like, it's such a, it's a two-second yeah. bit of dialogue, but all of those little touches just make it so that um, it feels It brings the consistent. world together. Totally. Yeah. It feels yeah. like this is a consistent thing, and it's not, for a game that's so mechanically dense, it manages yeah. to hide a lot of that behind the payoff of the narrative and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's the story cool. and the writing and the character yeah. work and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Haven, Haven is really good. I liked it because, again, we kind of said some of this, but the idea that like you are coming into a world that has existed and we're not going to explain it to you, you're just going to have to, you're going to have to take this or pick it up as you go along. It does a really good job of explaining a lot of the world of that game in a really cool way. But also just like the dialogue between you uh, and K is just, or you and K is just, it just feels, I, I described it on the podcast as like the first time you go away on holiday with a significant other and like there are no rules yeah. anymore and you're pretending to be grown-ups and you're like, yeah, that's what this feels like because kind of that's what the story of that thing is in a way. But like, I don't know, it just feels like it feels like the right it's one of the most believable relationships i think i've ever seen in a video game oh yeah 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 yeah. because of the way they've written them and also like this is true also of hades but it has been great to see a couple of games this year be 
superbly horny but in really good ways oh yeah yeah um, we're like well yeah the, the the hades relationships feel very natural totally and there's like even there are relationships in that that don't even end in relationships which is even more interesting of like there's a whole side story about like unrequited love and stuff yeah, like that like totally. it's, it's an interesting yeah. and for haven like haven very very it hits it much more on the nose where you're like yeah like yeah these two people are on their own love each other intensely like of course this is going to happen and they deal yeah, with yeah, it yeah. and where it becomes a vehicle very for human. further storytelling as opposed to for like titillation like it's it's yeah it's really good and i cannot overemphasize how well they pulled that off um Final Fantasy Seven is this just that end bit it's, it's, yeah, it's that end, but again, it's how that game recontextualizes re-contextualiz- the narrative of a game that's yeah. like 20 years old or however, I, I, well, I think, longer I, than that. But I think we can probably put that down because we covered most of that. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I was yeah. just, it was just there for a check. Yeah. Um, Cyberpunk's not going to win this, but I feel like it would be amiss to mention that they saved Johnny as a character for me in a way I wasn't expecting, where... Sure you there is not it is not an unusual thing for a video game to have a character who is a complete asshole but then comes good at the end or learns something Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. resolves but the thing about cyberpunk is like he is such an unrepentant asshole at the start that i really did not like him and you're just like there's no way you can save this like you've made keanu reeves somebody i actively hate like what the fuck have you done yeah but yeah. what happens then is like as that story progresses and you get more of of Johnny's internal dialogue and you see stuff from literally quite literally from his perspective and you're yeah. like he the delivery, the dialogue, all of that stuff coalesces really well into the fact that like in a really really good way until you get to the point where the ending kicks in and I can't talk about it only because for in the in a first for a video game that I've ever encountered, I need to see more of those endings to know if the ending I got is good. Because okay, sure. I need to know if Yeah, the, I, I can't even explain it without going into the entire yeah, fucking yeah, end no, of that game. Fair. But like if for nothing else rather than Johnny is real good, and I think there are actually a lot of really good character moments with... Like, I really mm-hmm. like the stuff early on with Jackie. Like, that stuff feels Oh, yeah, the, the, the relationship between v and, G, v and Jackie is really nice. Like, yep. it's a really good relationship between people who are obviously, like, very good friends with each yep. other. Like, there is, the, there is a bunch of little moments in Cyberpunk that are all cool stories. Like, there is a bunch of, like, cool stuff in Cyberpunk that are... I like a lot of the characters. I, I, I do like... Yeah. like um, uh, I think Takamura is really good as a... Oh, both, yeah, Takamura's great. Like both that. as a character and as a pseudo-comedic foil for V. Yeah. Um, I think V's performance is really good. I mean, I was playing as, as yep. female V, um, and she did... Oh, yeah, male, she, male V's great as well. Uh, has really good performance. Um, there's a lot of good narrative stuff in there. And again, like go back and listen to our like hour and a half discussion about cyberpunk on the podcast but like the fact that that game doesn't concern itself with well hmm depending on how you want to roll that finish that game up that game doesn't concern itself as much with like the the machinations of the corporations for its own sake it is really about 
this is a world that does not give a fuck about you deal with it yeah, and yeah. the fact that it is about those individual people rather than the more traditional like philosophical and political questions about corporations in the cyberpunk world the fact that it is very much anchored on you as a nobody is i think different and again it's not the best writing in a game ever it is not even like revolutionary in any way i just think like it is a slightly different telling it is a hollywood telling of cyberpunk that i think goes further than you would expect it to and i like it because of that so and again like kind of like what i said with cloudpunk they have built the skeleton of a thing that when they sort themselves out as a fucking studio everyone has slept for 12 years and they come back and focus that entire studio on we've built a world and a skeleton let's build some cool stories i think that game's gonna get spectacular yeah in the same way that the witcher 3 did i was gonna say yeah that's what happened to the witcher 3 they had dlc and they were all fantastic when they can bring that when they can bring that entire studio to bear on a five six hour experience i think that thing could be spectacular and i really want to see even the ending i got has this really good look at the internals of a corporate uh internals of um the corpse like like physically the internals of a corpse where like i want a undercover working for a corp story in that thing because like the architecture is incredible everyone involved is a piece of shit v doesn't give a fuck like there's so many good moments you could structure an entire bit around that Um, and they haven't touched any of the cyber cyberspace stuff really like you get bits and pieces of it but like there's a whole world like all the beyond the black wall stuff like you could do some really interesting stuff there like they they've constructed this world they could build some really cool stuff on and i hope they get the chance to and i hope they do it right and solve all their yeah, fucking yeah. internal Absolutely, problems yeah. to be able to do that um oh, stop being terrible um okay so for this i am going to guess it's hades i am going to guess huh hmm what else actually goes See, the other, the other the other ones are all very narrative focused games that I well I played Paradise Killer, but I, the yeah. the other ones I haven't touched, yeah. so I can't. I, I think Paradise Killer on. pulls it off because again that is good writing and performance along with mechanic, an ambitious mechanic of like yeah, here's all the stuff, open go, world, go do it. murder yeah. exploration. Yeah, there's the, the, yeah like the idea that you. The idea that you're following threads of which the player can go in any one direction and cross them mm-hmm. and do, and it all still works yeah. is is pretty great. Um, man, what's the third one? It's interesting. Is it Barista? Might be Barista. Like, I really liked what they did with Tell Me Why, but it's... Mm, maybe it is god i, can't, I, can't I know i understand this, this is just us i th- man no the rating necrobarista this, this, is too good it's so it's yeah that good. was that was what i was going to say is that the from the small amount of necrobarista that i've seen it seems like they are making an earnest effort in character writing which i can really understand mm. of like yeah especially speech of like making them sound like actual people yeah. 
which is hard to do in a video game there's also like there's also really good moments where um so like as you you can basically unlock unlock like side stories which are literally just like text side stories that are rolled out to you and one of the the series of side stories you get is just of ashley's journal which is and ashley's the the tech person who builds robots yeah yeah, yeah. and you she has like a three-part story where she builds a machine that can launch kitchen knives and she the first version launches it so hard that it sticks into the kitchen roof and nobody's noticed yet and the next two versions are her trying to build other machines to pull this kitchen knife out the roof without killing someone excellent and it's cool very good it's just amazing it's really excellent around. um god is it hades it's probably hades right it's probably hades yeah like that thing because it fulfills you, every you, part you, of you... this category like yeah it, it hits it hits everything that you want in the word narrative like including like strength of writing and delivery and also flip it back on mechanically how a video game tells a story yep that hades has yep done something that other roguelikes don't do yep. and yeah it's 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 just it's incredible yeah, okay like, as, as soon as you say narrative. as soon as you say that this game tells an excellent story via roguelike like it kind of has yeah. to has it's, to it's insane that. that you can say that sort of sentence yeah yeah Okay, let's go with that then. So it's Hades is the best narrative with Paradise Killer and Necrobrista as runners up. Yep. Yeah. Believable. I like that. Yep. <laughs>